1: Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode.
2: The Hustle Share podcast is brought to you by AWS, the world's most comprehensive and broadly adopted cloud platform. Use AWS now to lower your business costs, become more agile, and for faster innovation. Apply now to get $1,000 free credits at hustleshare.com slash aws. Also buy Tag Cash. Spend, play, earn, and build a mobile wallet super app for your startup. Go now to hustleshare.com slash to apply and get your startup's mobile wallet. And Calibre. It's the easiest, most convenient way to get hired. Calibre Tailor fits the perfect job for you based on your unique skills. Hire the best people for your company at www.caliber.com and use the promo code HUSTLESHARE. Calibre, where jobs find you.
1: Welcome to the fifth edition of the Hustleshare Playbook. My name is Ronster and I'm your host. And this playbook is powered by AWS the world's most comprehensive and broadly adopted cloud platform. We are a proud affiliate of the podcast network, Asia. But before we begin, we'd like to remind you that this podcast contains not tip for work language. So make sure there are no kids when you're listening to this. Because today, we're gonna be talking about how to create a business continuity plan for the coronavirus. And this plan is very vital because we are all taking a hit. And if we don't make the necessary adjustments, it can be fatal to our business. And to teach us how to create a business continuity plan would be Christopher Starr, the founder of Space Belly. And Chris is gonna exactly tell us what you need to do with the business continuity plan, like how to brace for impact assessment, how to prevent threats if possible, and how to properly respond and recover from crises like this. So if you're ready to learn how to create a business continuity plan, let's begin this playbook right now. Welcome to the latest playbook of the Hustle Share Podcast. We are not together. Just like you, we are stuck wherever we are um, but again we have it good but today we have someone very important that can really help us all in these trying times and welcome to the show before I get carried away and say a lot of stuff I haven't been able to speak English in a few days I've been talking to my cat and all we talk all we say is meow okay but welcome to the show Christopher Starr of Cold Capital <laughs> hey. what up what up, up okay so uh, C Star, as, as we have agreed to call you. Uh, how are you doing? Um, how are you coping with this uh, COVID thingy majig that we're all, that's just uh, wrathing upon us all? Wrathing is yep. not a word, fuck. Yeah.
3: Well, for me, I'm I'm quite using this time to learn new things. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like re-strategize and re-plan things for different businesses I'm currently managing. So it's mm-hmm. quite cool. And I'm so used to working from home, so it's nothing new to me um but i'm also How there be
1: you i can't do this at home <laughs> I, I go to my car try to open the engine and like just rev it up like fuck i'm stuck in the garage what the hell do i do i'm going crazy okay
3: yeah i used to work for like years as like freelancers or as a freelancer or as a, like a remote worker for startups so i'm quite mm-hmm. used to working from home on my bed at the mm-hmm. kitchen while laying wow. down sitting down so that's amazing. It's all, again, this, it's all owed to me.
1: This is exposing not just the government also, but it's exposing us because I think a lot of people take for granted what we have uh, as a norm. And literally in this one snap of a finger, people it, it can be taken away just like this. I mean, so it just really puts things into perspective. But the reason why we're here today is because you created, again, you, you said you've been doing this for a while and. Now a lot of people who aren't used to doing this for a, for for uh, for any any time of, the, of their their career per se is got caught you know red-handed and then they're caught off guard, swept off the floor. Their business is fucked just like everybody else. Um, I'm curious about uh, one thing, and I want to ask you, Seastar, uh, star what's our play today?
3: Well, today I'll be sharing to you guys how you'll be able to continue your business after a crisis. So I'll be sharing a business continuity plan specifically for COVID-19 crisis.
1: That is amazing. So before we get uh, carried away, uh, the business continuity plan will be in our show notes. Or we'll also, again, give you the bit.ly link uh, as early as now so you can uh, read through it as we go through it slide by slide. Uh, Star, what's the link that they need to go to? in order to, to, to see it.
3: So just go to bit.ly slash
1: survive-crisis. Bit.ly slash survive.crisis. If you are driving or you're doing some chores or whatnot, don't worry. It's going to be the show notes on hustleshare.com. Okay, so C-Star, what, what, what made you do this? I mean, a lot of people are still trying to scratch your heads and trying to figure out what the fuck we're going to do because <laughs> we are not ready i mean at least here in in in, in my in my perspective i've had a little bit of a remote setup in podcast network and in chatbot ph where we're 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 doing okay but still there are a lot of things like recordings uh in in podcasts that we're so used to doing it in a studio now we're completely swept off guard and everything goes to shit right especially cash flow how did you come up with this and how did you do it so fast
3: Yeah, so um, my role at Co-Capital is I manage different businesses. So it was out of necessity that I need to prepare one, not just Mm. for the companies I'm managing, but because we're a group of companies, I need to share it across the group. Mm -hmm. Um, How how I was able to do it was I really dedicated time to sit down and understand what we need to do now that we're in this situation. Mm -hmm. I understand that we didn't have a plan to start with. We're just like everybody else We didn't have the business continuity plan before this happened. And we should have because before COVID-19 outbreak, there was the Aldis eruption. And that was also affecting a lot of businesses. Mm. And yet we didn't plan after that. And so that's really what made me think that, okay, this is the time that we need to take this seriously.
1: Okay. Now, before we get carried away and uh, ask you, what it is. So let's go uh, uh, through it slide by slide. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, you've already been through the whole thing so you can actually see what we did. So the first slide you said here, uh, crisis is a highly dynamic trajectory that requires quick response. Again, I'm blown away of how intricate and amazing this is. But can you elaborate here on your, your second slide what, what you meant?
3: So what that means is that crisis is very... Uh, it, it moves quite fast. Like you can't really plan it like a, bis- a normal business day because okay. there's a lot of factors involved and these are all moving parts. Right. And so it requires that you don't sit on it, think about it, um, but instead you need to quickly act on that. Absolutely.
1: And again, uh, just like any kind of problem, nothing can really prepare you for it. But again, this provides a structure of, you know, it, it's just like any business, right? If someone can knock you down well, you don't stay down, you, you try to get back up and try not to get knocked down again. So let's go to the next slide. You, you had an outline here, which is, again, amazing, uh, which had four basic components, basically: impact assessment, prevention, response, and recovery. And let's drill that down one by one. So when you say impact assessment, what do you mean by
3: this? So first is this is a basic framework for business continuity. Um, okay. Ideally, you have this before an actual crisis happens. Um, ideally. But ideally. <laughs> but we're already yes, here. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to present it to my team so they get a, a better understanding of where we are and where we're lacking. So okay. the first part is impact assessment. You need to assess what are the potential threats to your businesses. And this is not just um, a virus. It could also be natural disasters like storms or a uh, volcano eruption could also be physical threat, right? So someone might rob your company, stuff like that. Um, and then how it would impact your business. What are the pain points specifically um, to your team members, for example? Would they have a hard time coming to work? Would yeah. it be difficult for customers, et cetera? So you need to assess all of that before you can prepare what to do for it.
1: And how do you do that? Do you write it down just in notes and bullets?
3: Yes. Ideally, you write it down. Um, for, for Space Belly, which is a company I... Co-founded and, and yep. managing uh, our operations team prepared all the threats uh, beyond wow. just um, beyond just the virus. Got it. I remember mistaking
1: your co-founder for someone else during the final pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so again, I, whoever, I forgot your name, but again, I thought you were... Guide and faith, so shout out to you. And I apologize, <laughs> you had the same hair, right? And from the back. You're
3: not the only right. one, though. You're not the only one who mistaken your as, as Guided. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same boat.
1: <laughs> okay. In next one. You said prevention. Okay. Prevention. This is this can be quite interesting because you can really, I mean, you can only do so much with things you can control in terms of prevention, right? But there are still a lot of for tweetus events that. You can never control, especially natural disasters, which technically this pandemic is cat- cat- categorized under. Mm-hmm. How do you do proper prevention and what are the things you need to list down under this category?
3: So, one thing interesting I find is a lot of businesses already do this, but only for fire and earthquake. They uh, do drills. So we do prevent, try to prevent, um, you know, like, we, but uh, preventive measures um, to ensure the safety of our customers and our employees. So we regularly do this for for those situations, but we don't think about it for what if it's a volcanic eruption? What if it's a virus? Got it. Um, so the idea here is you also need to plan it out, have a drill you need to, to um, assign certain people to be on top of everything, just like if it's a fire drill. Got it. Okay.
1: So what do you need uh... – to you put under this this, this uh, framework or this category that you put here?
3: The, the most important part with the preventive measure is to create this a, a special team to be assigned mm. as your crisis like management. Like your
1: SEAL team, like your special response team, technically. Right. Your go-to guys. Yeah, when, yeah. When, if shit hits the fan. Okay.
3: Exactly. And most of the companies already have this because, as mentioned, they do fire drills and earthquake drills. But what for start what about startups
1: we're we're literally trying to survive all the time we're always in survivor mode right how yes. do you know uh, who's in charge i mean there's always the founders but the founders are not even ready for themselves sometimes how do you fucking survive uh, with this and how do you what do you suggest in creating that that you know uh, that sop that you put here uh, or or tests that that can be used
3: so there're two most important for me, at least, there are two most important um, key roles yeah. uh, within the strategy team. Um, the okay. first one is the crisis manager. This is the person mm-hmm. who would collect all information, um, who it. would also try to update everyone about what's going on. Because mm-hmm. you need to have a, a point of person for all these information. Mm-hmm. Um, because otherwise, you know, especially right now, there's it's so easy to read all these fake news, and everyone's just going to start panicking Got if it. they're reading different content. Um, and, the, and the second part is a communications manager. This is the one who controls the message and oh, would also man. be the one in charge to disseminate it to different people. Now, whether you want this one in the same person, depending on the size of your company, um, that's totally um, within your control. But my recommendation is at least these two people work together and are two separate persons.
1: Absolutely. I hope the government is listening to this because <laughs> we have a grand fucking scale of how not to do it. And yes. then the whole national government, my goodness, yes. please do it. Not, in the, not during midnight, huh? <laughs> you fucking do it when everybody's awake.
3: Right? No, that's a, the perfect example of what's happening. I'm not, not trying to take a dab against the government, but right now everyone's asking different people within the government and some of them have different answers. And it's very yes. difficult for people to understand who to follow and who exactly. to believe. Um, and you don't want that to happen to your company.
1: So you define first who's in charge, right? Yes. Because if, if that message is direct from the guy who's in charge and you lay out the groundwork without all the bullshit in between, you the, the, the instructions are clear and everybody can mobilize.
3: Yes. And it's also important to note that it doesn't have to be the CEO or the founder or the president, to be the one um, communicating it. It really has to be someone who's specialized to it or is trained mm-hmm. specifically for that role.
1: So if, if you're in a team, probably like a smaller team, that would be your ops or your HR guy or whatnot. Someone people naturally come to normally when shit hits the fan with smaller, smaller crises anyway. So at least with, with, with that, it's a normal thing and then you just need to disseminate the information properly. Correct. Okay, response. Let's talk about the next one. You said response here. Yeah. This is the most crucial thing because you, mm-hmm. can, you can only prevent, again, a lot of things. And response is technically the most important thing you need to do because you fuck this up, it can blow up bigger than what it is now.
3: What do you suggest to do and you, what are the things you wrote here, right here? So for most businesses, um, you're already in the response stage. Whether you like it or not, you can still follow this framework. Um, And you can backtrack on the impact assessment and preventive measures for future threats. Um, But most of us are already on response um, stage. And the first thing you need to really do is how do you contain the impact to your business and how do you stabilize your operations? Because definitely this is going to disrupt your business, right? So um, the early times of the outbreak, you know, a lot of people are missing going to work. Um, It's difficult to go to work. Stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Customers are scared to take the risk of going to your, to your store perhaps, yeah. so that you start seeing drop in sales. This is yeah. before a lockdown. So the response should be really, how do you contain that? How do you stabilize your, your sales, your operations? How do you mitigate your loss? Right? Yeah. How do you control that? Um, and then you start needing, you start reframing your efforts. So some people, for example, after the lockdown, what they began doing is they started selling discounted vouchers. That mm. people can use after the lockdown. Absolutely. This is just so they start getting some money now um, that they can use during during the lockdown to pay their salaries, uh, rent, and stuff, mm-hmm. and still be able to offer their service to their loyal customers after. Just
1: don't sell your employees if if, if it's possible. Okay, they they they're not they're not for sale. If you're <laughs> listening to this, <laughs> nah, just yeah. kidding. But yeah, you you need to again, you have to hunker down right now because you can really. Only do so much and and whatnot but in 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 this day and age right you have to be two steps ahead in terms of okay now what because I've also heard heard some some businesses like especially in f and b right yes they're lucky that the rent was waived and whatnot but in some malls I heard that they literally turn off the electricity so if mm-hmm. you have some stocks in there that is going to are perishable good luck losing that plus again there's no cash flow right this is uh we we this is a domino effect everybody has lost something already here this, it sounds weird because it feels like the walking dead right everybody's lost someone or something right mm-hmm. and the only thing we can really do is is to uh, hope for the best at the moment and stay home at least and or at least help in relief efforts in whatever form or fashion we can but you also need, don't wait till it's over till you at least come up with the proper response that you can do i mean a lot of us are already doing that but what do you think is the um secret sauce of how to properly execute it because when you think it yeah okay this can be done but once that once that time comes in uh, C star, what what should we start doing? Because the last thing you want to do also is also panic react, where mm-hmm. you're just all over the place and like, what the fuck, you're you headless chicken. What what what's Correct. the framework like, and how would should you execute?
3: So um, my my recommendation is to be on survival mode at this point, which means that you try to operate with as as, few as like as lean as possible. That's true. Yeah. Um, and I guess startups would be relatable to this the most yeah. um, because most likely you're already running lean. Um, that, but it's yes. very important that you try to reassess the situation. you caught your, your costs. Um, and this is not just as a business, but even on a personal level, you should start doing that. I started canceling some subscriptions because yeah. you never know what might happen in a couple of days or Correct. even a couple of months. So you need and to cash go flow on.
1: right now is king. Yeah. Don't no. spend on anything you don't need.
3: Right? Yes. So if you're losing money right now and you're thinking, okay, maybe I should spend more advertising budget uh, on this and try to buy customers. No, that's not the right thing to do now yep. because no one's going to buy from you right now unless you're like an essential good, right? Like, exactly. Basic necessities. Unless people you sell important. alcohol or masks. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. um, so like, you need to be smart about where you put your resources. This is not just money, but your people, your time, yeah. your different assets because... This is really a survival mode. Mm-hmm.
1: Got it. All right. Now, in terms you mentioned one last thing here before we take our first break. You said that we should craft messaging. So, all right, there's this guy already who's assigned to to lead things things from from day one, right? But what about crafting the right messaging? Well, what do you what do you mean by this? Because again, right? I mean, you can only do so much and the last thing you want to do is over message people and create more panic, right? How should you craft messaging in in terms of response mode?
3: So it's important to understand uh, and identify all your different stakeholders. This can include your investors, your co-founders, your employees, your customers, your suppliers. And because your business is affected, they will potentially be affected. For example, your investors might be waiting for an ROI from their investment and suddenly you're in, impacted by uh, a crisis or yep. your s- suppliers are waiting for you to pay them and you obviously can't make that payment. Um, mm. so it's important to ready all these messages, um, asking for extension, asking them that you're not operating at the moment, because the last thing you want to do is just disappear. And that would create more problems to you later on because mm. people will remember um, how you acted uh, during the crisis. And Absolutely. that's one thing I'm also advising people right now is start thinking about how can you create good vibes or uh, you know spread good vibes during the crisis yeah. even TikTok. if you're not operating. Right? If you're a CEO, be on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs>
0: just kidding. Just
1: kidding. I, I'm almost there. I'm, I'm probably two days away from TikToking and fucking dancing in front of you. <laughs> All right. Now, Chris, let's take our first break and when we come back, let's c- talk about the most important things because again, we can only do so much in response mode but let's talk about recovery when we come back. Let's talk about that more after the break.
0: So start looking in the right place with LinkedIn. You can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
1: Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity. I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing impact 24, the Philippines largest B2B SaaS challenge. And we're back from the break. We're still with C-Star, Christopher Star of Co-Capital and Space Belly and everything else. There's still have so many hustles, bro. We can, we can have a whole new normal episode. But again, we need you now for what you did here. Okay. Um, prior to the break, we talked about response, prevention, and impact assessment. Now let's see. Let's have foresight and talk about what's going to happen when things normalize and again i've seen so many articles coming out that we're never really going to go back to normal this virus has a long tail and until we come up with a proper vaccine that can be consumed by the masses this this shit's going to stick around for a while mm-hmm. right so it's not like oh shit we're out like you know in china now a lot of people are there's no new cases but no new cases does not mean it's still not contagious and uh, experts are warning that there's still a second wave because this virus mutates like a motherfucker, right? And we need to be, you know, um, ready for that. Unfortunately, I think somehow, some way, we have to live with the virus, uh, and be very, very. So no more sh- no shake hands for a very long time. Again, <laughs> I suggest chest bump if you can, but you'll probably uh, throw yourself out. But let's talk about recovery now. What what should we prepare for in terms of recovery in, in uh, this type of aspect?
3: I think you nailed it quite right when you mentioned that we're definitely not going to go back to normal. I think we're going to a new type of normal. And this is not just pertaining to the virus, but more specifically to a lot of changes or impact to your business. So what I'm observing right now is that a lot of consumers would change their um, habits from shopping, how, where we work, Obviously because now everyone's kind of forced to work from home, yeah. a lot of businesses would start exploring this as an option. Mm-hmm. Um people obviously wouldn't have money, uh, much money to spend in a couple of months from now. Um so that would have a lot of impact um to all our businesses. Correct. Now, if I'm now if, if I'm here, what
1: do you suggest? Again, it can be very, very broad uh and everybody has their own set of problems now. But I think there is, there's one common denominator among all businesses at the moment are all hustles per se, whether you're a freelancer, uh, uh, you know, uh, self-employed person. I think the most important thing is cash flow.
3: Mm-hmm. At
1: the, at the, cash is king at the moment. Think of it like we're just recovering from the Great Depression, which is, again, if you look at it financially, this is a recession at a global scale caused by a natural disaster. But how do we prepare? Again, you said here, regroup and strategize, maximize opportunity. In my head, there has to be a sacrifice here somewhere. And who makes that sacrifice and how do you get enough buy-in from your team that, yo, we're going to have to sacrifice a lot of things at the moment.
3: Yeah, I think a lot of your listeners are big fans of of startups or part of startups. So you would love what I was about to say, this is the right time for a lot of businesses start pivoting, um, because obviously it's it's not the same as before, mm-hmm. and that's really what the recovery part means. Now it's it's good if your business wouldn't need to pivot so much from what you used to be doing, yeah. but I think a lot of businesses would have to, um, because as mentioned, a lot of people even if all these malls start opening up tomorrow, people are not going to go shop. That's yeah. just not their, their mindset's not there yet. So you need to be able to find ways. And what I'm seeing would be a lot of these brands would start selling online because they know that they'll be able to reach new markets, new types of customers who might not be affected by this. Like a lot of people outside of Luzon are not necessarily as affected as we are. Um, yeah. When I used to sell online, a lot of my customers are actually from outside of Metro Manila because really? they're nice. smalls, mm-hmm. um in those areas. So this might be an opportunity for you to start shifting towards a more digital um approach commerce yeah. yeah and strategy yeah absolutely and i guess
1: that's you've already started that with space belly right uh in what what you've done I, and again you you are a visionary in that because the I, the thought of doing a uh, cloud kitchen um has existed with travis Kalanick, um uh, doing it in Uber before and whatnot, but again, people are like skeptic. And but there are already shades of how this can work remotely, considering that it's no not no longer alien for people to order, grab food, to order or food Panda and all these things. There's this behavior already, but I think the waves. There's going to be more people or more businesses. They're going to have to thrive digitally with a, with a mobile setup. Right, and at least in 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 your perspective, let's talk about how you're positioning this because we can talk theory all we want at the moment. But if you're not preaching what uh, teaching what you preach or whatever, you're not putting into work what you're already telling us here
3: mm-hmm.
1: it doesn't really make sense. And that's why we have you here. How are you able to do it with space belly, and how are you capitalizing on this opportunity to provide food for people who really? Want to eat good? I fucking miss miss eating good food. Um, I have, it's my third day for corn beef. I fucking hate corn <laughs> beef now. Um, what do you, what do you suggest, and how do you do it within in your, own, in your own scope?
3: Yeah, so for Space Belly, we definitely see this as uh, as a, a big opportunity for us to take advantage of, as our investor told us you know, it's our time to shine since we're one of the few businesses allowed to operate during the lockdown. And what we're seeing is this would definitely force a lot of customers who previously might not be ordering online to start ordering online. And it becomes their new normal. Um, The way I see it is the same way that, you know, Grab and Uber changed the way we travel. Before, Mm -hmm. because um, we used to be like, we just hate, taking a a taxi before, you know, um, people asking you to pay more or not use the meter and stuff. And so now, even if there's a taxi in front of you, you still try to book a Grab or Uncas, right? Ancas also is like something you don't used to do. You're scared of riding a motorcycle. But because of the traffic in EDSA, everyone's now getting into it. So the way we see this would impact our business specifically and not just us, but the food industry in general, especially restaurants, is that a lot of people will be so used to ordering food online um, that once we're back to normal, more or less, they would still continue ordering food online.
1: Absolutely. And that's a great opportunity. But let's talk about Space Belly a little bit more. Um, what For those people who are listening, what the pack is Space Belly? Is this a fucking <laughs> spaceship? Is this the hustle <laughs> share time machine? No, but let's, right. let's let's talk about the value proposition. Exactly what you do, because a lot of people are fucking hungry right now. Sick and tired of corned beef. Sick and tired <laughs> of pancit Canton. Right. Whatever they stopped upon. What exactly do you guys do, and how do you even operate at the moment?
3: Sure. So we are a cloud kitchen, and that's also a very new term for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, think of us like a virtual restaurant. So we have multiple restaurants that's run under one kitchen. And we deliver from that um, kitchen to your doorsteps.
0: And without you even
3: knowing, um, you're ordering food from different restaurants but are all coming from one kitchen.
1: What restaurants are we talking about here? Because I am very particular about what I put here. But unfortunately, I'm outside fucking Manila right now. I'm pretty sure you can't do that. But for those lucky guys who are Mm -hmm. within the scope of your delivery, what restaurants are we talking about and
3: uh, how do we do that? Sure. So right now, we have in-house brands so far, but we're, mm-hmm. we've are we plans to onboard restaurants as well. Um, right now, our in-house brands include VegLot, um, oh. Chicken Surprise, Belly Hero, and the 99 Kiaso Vegan Meals.
1: I hate you. I
3: am hungrier at the moment. <laughs> at
1: the, <laughs> I only had champurado this morning, <laughs> and now <laughs> I'm hungry. Okay. Um Other hacks. We talked so talk about recovery. Um, mm-hmm. What are your other tips? Uh, C star. In terms of what can people do uh, during this this day and age? That you know, again, this is our new normal, and it's going to be for a long time. You know, it might take a whole generation of motherfuckers to, to 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 really come out before we become normal again. What's your advice for businesses that are currently hurting? I mean, we all are at one form yeah. or another, but. How do we move
3: forward from this? Yeah, I think having the business continuity plan really would help one to recover as well um, because you really need to reassess a lot of things that you've done and you're currently doing um, to be able to change the things you're about to do. Um, what What I mean by that is obviously this opens up new opportunities, but it closes a lot of opportunities to us as well. As mentioned, if you are one of those businesses uh, in retail running in the mall, we're, I'm not seeing that people are going to go b- back shopping as much as they used to. Yeah. And even if you put everything on 50% off, that's not going to really trigger them as, as they used to. So um, the way I see it is a lot of people need to start thinking of obsessing on their customers and understanding what they're currently doing and what they are potentially be doing after the crisis is over. Um, And then design solutions around that. And this is really where startups, I think, the founders would really thrive the most is because we are always obsessed about our users, our customers, and we're always about looking for viable products, uh, services that we can offer. Uh, As mentioned, I think a lot of businesses should start pivoting either the way they do their business or even look into other potential businesses that they might want to get into, Um, to kind of help save their existing businesses. Absolutely. But unfortunately, for C-Star, that's all our time
1: today. So again, uh, C-Star, thank you for for, for, uh, sharing your business continuity plan. Again, if you need to see it and you missed it and for some reason you're, you're driving. Why are you driving right now? Um, uh, where do they need to go and what else should, should uh, can they see? It? Because you have a lot more slides that are here, but uh, again, just to itemize what they're ready to plan, what the plan or the, the structure would be. Uh, where do they go and what else do they see here?
3: Sure, so just go to bit.ly survive dash crisis. Um, to see the whole uh, business continue plan. And um, you will also start seeing here, actually this is more of like a work in progress document. so I'll be adding more information here as days go by. Um, but primarily what you'll see here is a breakdown of things that you should be doing and what you can do. Um, for your business and even a survival guide for your employees. I think it's very important to think about your employees right now because once your operation is back and your employees don't have money to go to work then you're dead again. So, make sure to take care of your employees too. Absolutely. And again, if they do want to reach out because
1: again, everybody needs help for one form or another. Where do they reach out to you and
3: how do they do that? Sure. So, you guys can just go to Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, but you can also TikTok, email me. oh, you're
1: fucking TikTok star at the moment. <laughs> what's
3: your what's your
1: handle on TikTok? I
3: just look for Christopher Star at C H R I S T O
1: R. Just remember, you can't reach out to him if we're not dancing. So, step up your TikTok game at the moment.
3: Yeah, I'm also right. on Kumu. So, if you guys want, I regularly do a stream there. Um, i also talked about um, businesses.
1: Okay, so how do? what's the name of your stream on Kumu? So shout out to Roland Ross and uh, the whole Kumu team, wherever the fuck they are at the moment.
3: Yeah, just look for, for my uh, handle. It's ChristopherStar. It's my whole name. Um, and I'm one of the featured streamers, so you'll see me on, on the feed easily if I'm online.
1: Thank you again, C-Star. But again, before we let you go, follow us on whatever podcast app you're listening to. And again, if you've heard some jargon, just go to hustleshare.com for the show notes. And don't forget to also reach out to us in the Hustle Share community, especially we're trying to bridge the gap within this COVID thing. And also there's this community um, on Facebook. Again, it's not I'm part of it. I'm, it's not mine. It's called Bounce Back. Uh, for all these businesses please join that a lot of a lot of good conversations happening there but if you want to suggest any uh, Hustle Share um, guest we can do a lot of recordings now because we're we're stuck at home go message us in a Hustle Share chatbot on m.me slash Hustle Share powered by chatbot.ph again C-Star thank you very much thank you guys and I'll see you guys in the next Playbook peace has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes—all the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax-based stress. All this for as low as five thousand pesos. Again, that's just five thousand pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit .eh sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions, for liberating your time for what truly matters. Earn in flexible tenors with hashtag UNOboost. download the uno mobile app today from the google play store or app store or if you want to collaborate with them i'll be happy to give you an intro just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. hey hustlers i hope you're having a great 2024 so far